I work with three money blocks with people and it always whittles down to these three. Money is bad, money is scarce, or money causes stress. And the money is bad one gets programmed like that when families say like, you know, money doesn't matter. All that matters is helping people. Money doesn't matter. It's, you know, loving your family is more important. So you get the flip reverse belief of that is, oh my God, I'm a bad person if I want more money. Yeah. That it's an either or proposition. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and that you're, and it's subconscious in the sense that I don't think they hated money. No. I don't think they were part of this dynamic. That's what I think. I think whatever happened to me was my own yeah. Interpretation. Well, and it could be. And that's the interesting thing is that our parents and the people in our adult life, when we're being programmed, when we're ages zero to seven, they're just teaching what they were taught. And they're on autopilot in their belief yeah. system, too. So they're teaching moral lessons to justify where they're at. Martians landed. Yes. Wearing Prada suits. Yes. Drinking Henry seltzer. Yes. Chewing juicy fruit. Yes. And your branding here. Yes. Your message here. Yes, and. A verse about. Yes. Your product here. Yes. I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes, and. I'm a message therapist. Yes. And I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right, that's it. Yes. We'll help you fix the world. Yes. Or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes, Brand Podcast. I'm doing my podcaster voice, and because I'm sitting at a podcast desk with a podcast mic in my nose, I feel like I have to give it my all. But I am here today with Dr. Amanda, Dr. Amanda Barrientes. Is I pronounce it correctly? That works. I don't know if I did. Barrientes? <laughs> Barrientes. Barrientes. There you go. Dr. Amanda Barrientes is known as the money healer, and she's the founder of NFA Money, which is no fucking around money. And also the NFA Money Mama Mastermind. And I am just super excited to have her on the show on Yes Brand. I got to spend a little time with her this week. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about her brand and what she brings to the hearts and minds uh, of entrepreneurs and particularly female entrepreneurs. So welcome, Dr. Amanda, to the show. Thanks for having me here, Hirsch. Psyched to be here. We're going to have a great conversation. Well, let's start off with your 30 second, well, I'm 30 second, your, your one floor elevator pitch. Cause a lot of people will have just a sentence that they say about themselves and that really conveys who they are. But you know, whatever, if you had one floor to be with somebody and you wanted to tell them who you are, what would you say? That is great. I love that. (laughs) I would say, Hey, do you, have you ever struggled with money in your life? Yes. Well, I can help you with that. (laughs) That's what I would say. (laughs) But yeah, actually, I'm known for going from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast. And I really love to help people get over the money mindset BS that's up here that's keeping them held back from breaking through to making money in easier ways and feeling really good about it. And it doesn't matter what level of income you're at, you have unconscious money blocks that are keeping you stuck and not feeling great. And so that's what I'm a genius at helping you with. Okay, I can tell you, Amanda, that if you did give me that elevator pitch, we wouldn't get off that elevator. We would keep going. <laughs> I would go back down to the first floor because it's it, it, the whole fear money mindset dynamic is something I, you know, my listeners know I talk about it a lot. I explore it a lot. I've had personal experience in opening my mind up and not without effort, you know? So let's, before we talk about 
you know, you as a brand and NFA money as a brand. Explain the methodology a little bit. Yeah. And how you got into it and how it works. Okay. For me, my entrepreneurial journey started with a lot of relationship and money struggles. So I left my 15-year marriage having an affair and my next relationship wasn't working. And so I was on the basement floor crying one night and I was scanning my life course and I was like, what is the problem here? Like, who can I blame, basically? (laughs) And I realized like, oh, I'm the problem. And so I had, you know, it was the worst moment and the greatest moment because at the same time of going like, I'm the problem, crap, what do I do? I also had the thought like, well, I got to do something to change. And so I didn't know where it was going to lead me, but I'd made the declaration to myself, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to have a great relationship and make more money. And it led me to podcasts because I was really busy. You know, I had three kids. I was in grad school. I was, you know, already had an extra job. I was on food stamps and I was working hard. And so I didn't have a lot of time. So I started listening to a lot of podcasts. They were all done by coach type people. Yeah. And I'm like, what's this coaching thing? And at the same time that this was going on, my department had this national news fallout and professors were leaving our department and it was really stressful. And I was like, I don't want to be a professor anymore, which is what I thought I was going to do. And so I decided I'm going to take the leap and build a business and see what happens. And so I did that when I graduated and it went six figures in the first year. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And what I realized is that everybody struggles with mindset stuff. And so I really started working on my mindset and other people's mindsets. And I would watch these huge transformations really quickly with my three-step process, which at the time I didn't know that's what I was doing. But it was, I looked back and I went, oh, I have a three-step process. So I called the NFA money formula and it's three steps and it's very simple. It's recognize, reframe, and then repeat to reprogram. And so the hard part is that Recognize, most... Recognize, re- reframe, and then repeat to, to reprogram. reprogram. Yeah. So it's four P. So it's... The repeat to reprogram is... Four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recognize, reframe, repeat to reprogram. And the crazy thing that I started to learn is that my whole business is aligned by Carl Jung's quote. And he says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize, oh, like our unconscious stuff is keeping us stuck. And so I started to play with people's money stories and I dug into mine and everything in my life started to change, repairing relationships and changing my parenting and changing the way I taught and my coaching business started growing. And now I'm happily married. And I looked at these things and I was like, oh, we're just programmed. We've got to unlearn our programming and then we can succeed in life. And so I use simple strategies to help people start to be able to feel like they have power and control in their lives. And that always leads to money magnetism. Okay, because one of the things that I'm fascinated by is the programming. Because I think that a lot of times we don't, not only do we not, do we not know how to reprogram ourselves, we have no idea what the programming really was. Yeah. It was so good or even so accidental. Yeah. Or incidental that we don't even know. We can't say this happened to me, that happened to me. You know, I hated this person or this person was cruel or this person. I, you know, I mean, if you're willing, I would like to do an experiment a little bit and have you try to ascertain something about what, you know, it's funny because I played, and yes, Brad, I like to play games with the guests, but at the same time, I feel like I would like to turn it over to you and let you kind of do your thing and let's see what happens. Totally. Let's do it. Here's a fun one. So the recognized part is where people struggle the most. And it's just like you're saying, we don't really get that we've been programmed because what happens is it's we're designed to be programmed because it makes us be able to function in life. 
It keeps us safe. I, I always say to people, you are your subconscious wants to keep you trapped in yesterday because mm-hmm. that's where it's safe, right? Your so your yep. brain's whole job is to keep you safe. Yeah. And the way it keeps you safe is by trusting what's happened before and and then building a whole operating system around that. And so in order to start to change it, you've got to recognize what was I programmed with. And it's simpler than you would think. It's just asking yourself a lot of questions. And most people don't do that about money. They just go like, money's the way it is. They stress yeah. a lot about money, but they don't ever think like, how did I develop this? Well, or they think I'm, I'm working as hard as I can. Exactly. I'm not lazy. Yeah. I'm working. I'm not yeah. stupid. Yeah. You know? Why are other people having it exactly. so easy? Yes. Why does it come so easily? Or why do they know what I don't know? Yeah. What do they know? Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's play with this for you. Recognizing. So, you know, one thing I like to ask people is if you could say your family's money mantra growing up, that obviously wasn't directly spoken to you. What would you say in one sentence is your family's money mantra? I would say my family's money mantra was money isn't more important than happiness. Ah, okay. So did that cause, what do you think that caused you to create in your adult life? I think that it created a dual lesson and like a double-edged lesson Mm -hmm. because I felt very grateful that my parents hadn't put money over the time spent with their kids or the value of money as material items being, you know, emotional or you know, that all of those lessons seemed very healthy Mm -hmm. to me. But the other side was that even though I thought I wanted money, that was, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think I grew up not caring about money. I cared very much. I wanted us to have, uh, you know, a nicer car than we had. And when my parents did get a somewhat nicer car, I was all excited. I wanted to have what my friends had, you know, I wanted to be competitive with them, but somehow that lesson didn't. Yeah. That lesson didn't translate that far. Yeah. I didn't end up making money that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, and this will be a vulnerable question, but do you feel like you have the money you want in your current life? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You can answer however you want. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what comes to me really quickly is that when that happens, when our parents say, you know, money, happiness is more important than being, and money isn't happiness basically is what they were teaching you, Right. right? Like, be with your family for so in- then if you have a desire to a- increase your wealth there's also a split subconscious guilt because you have in the back of your mind wait happiness doesn't equal money and also i'm putting other people before money i'm putting money before other people right right so you have this i'm sub- giving up exactly I'm selling you're, you're selling out you're selling out selling yeah. something yeah unless someone gives it to you right you know yeah and, and i'm realizing that now as we're speaking one of the reasons why I'm averse to negotiating financially yeah. is because that puts that guilt front and center. Whereas if someone says, oh, I'd like to give you this, I'd like to pay you this to do that. And I feel it, it, it should be more. I can maybe say something or if someone else tells them what the what it costs and yeah. they agree and I don't have to be involved in it. Yeah. So you yeah. have the subconscious belief somehow that money's bad. So one of the, I, I work with three money blocks with people and it always whittles down to these three. Money is bad, money is scarce, or money causes stress. And the money is bad one gets programmed like that when families say like, you know, money doesn't matter. It, right. All that matters is helping people. Money doesn't matter. It's, you know, loving your family is more important. So you get the flip reverse belief of that is, oh my God, I'm a bad person if I want more money. Yeah. That it's an either or Ex- proposition. Exactly. 
Yeah. And, you know, and it's subconscious in the sense that I don't think they hated money. No. I don't no. think they were part of this dynamic. Yeah. That's what I think. I think yeah. whatever happened to me was my own yeah. interpretation. Well, and it could be. And that's the interesting thing is that our parents and the people in our adult life, when we're being programmed, when we're ages zero to seven, they're just teaching what they were taught. And they're on autopilot in their belief yeah. system, too. So they're teaching moral lessons to justify where they're at. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that feels good for people and sometimes it doesn't. And so we carry that on as kids and then we see it playing out in our adult lives. I'm so curious. Right. Do you have a lot of people giving you money? And, and do you, Oh, do I have a lot of people that just throw money at me? Well, I'm saying like, like just... who do you, when you don't have to negotiate, like you figure out subconscious ways to get that to happen because that feels better to you. No, no. I, I mean, I don't do any, I'm not manipulative when it comes to business. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't want to manipulate it. So what I'm learning to do is just sit, because I honestly feel I've made, made progress. I haven't yet achieved what I want to achieve. And yeah. I feel like I kind of have this late bloomer boost to my business that I have just been inspired to pursue that I didn't even think during the pandemic that I was going to care. I started a nonprofit with a business partner. I yeah. started a, a purpose-driven streetwear company. I did things that were not going to make me any money. That, 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 that were just, just, you know, things that I felt compelled. We both felt compelled to do. Yeah. So, but this turnaround happened inside me and I just nurtured it and I worked on it. But I think what I'm trying to do now is figure out the value way in advance. Yeah. And don't yeah. go into those things as negotiations. Go into those things as, yeah. as Here's you know my the benefit. Value. Yeah, the, you know the benefit of what you're doing, and it's okay to say that you're worthy of selling your product. Yes, yes. That's, I want to point something out to you that you said that's so powerful. Okay. You said I asked you the question. You said no, I don't. I'm not manipulative in these situations. So somewhere in your mind, right. you think it's manipulative. I to, thought it was right. right. Yeah, yeah. So just pay attention to that. So those are the kind of things that we point out easily when I hear people's languaging around it. It's like. It's so obvious that you have a subconscious belief that freaks you out about negotiating because somewhere you're like, oh, no, I'm going to be a bad person and people are going to think I'm a greedy jerk. And oh, my God. And of course, you're going to push money away if that's what you believe, because our subconscious won't let us become what we fear. Hey, it's going to push that away. Right. It'll protect us. Exactly. Protect us from yeah. the evil that. Yes. They, and it's so kind of layered. And because how can it be a bad lesson to impart to your kids that being at their school play is more important than money. Right. Yeah. It's confusing. You know, why is that? You're like, of course that seems and, true. <laughs> and then even when I say, well, but, you know, so the good news is I went to all my kids' school plays wherever I yeah. could. And that even now I have those priorities aligned. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about prioritizing my family. Yeah. It's that I don't even think I did it as a I don't think I prioritize my family over money. Yeah. I just think I didn't welcome the money that was probably ready to flow right, to me. Right. And well, I, and so and and just, it's the mentality of both and. You could have both and instead yeah. of either or. So in your right. mind, it's the split. It's like either I hang out with my family and I pay a lot of attention to them, which means there's a deficit in my money, or I make a lot of money and I neglect my family. It could, what's possible if you thought I could have both? Right. You know, I have to take a yes and approach exactly. yeah. to the money thing, which I think I, I yeah. think I am. And I think in a way, yes, brand was designed to, you know, often the people you, you came to this profession by helping yourself yeah. and then seeing how valuable it was to you and how you wish some, you know, you could share that and do that for someone and how connected it is to money and all of that. 
And, you know, my purpose on the show is to bring people in and talk about your brand and say, okay, well, how is your strategy working? And what can I tell you about, you know, having a little perspective about your brand? And that's why I called it Yes Brand. I want people to have a positive vision of their own brand. Yeah. Well, And and yet I didn't realize I'm kind of trying to help them value their product, right? Or place of some value or really, really uh, emphasize the value. Yeah. And that's what I kind of was failing to do with myself. Yeah. My own. Yeah. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Being well, Amanda. Thank you. Now, so, okay. Well, let, 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 since we mentioned strategy. Okay. So how old is the business? I'm, 2023 is my fifth year in business. Fifth year in business. Yeah. Obviously, a, a couple of crazy years in between. What have you found is the best strategy for awareness? Obviously, podcasting. Yeah. You know, and so. that comes up with it all the time. Yeah. It is really, really good. And it is really organic. And we get the time to, so to talk, you know, you yeah. can't do that what we did in a commercial or on the no. side of a bus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and it's such a cool win, 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 because it's like, I get to hang out and share my gifts with you. You get to learn something or it could be the other way around. And then the audience also benefits and it's free. Like we give a right. free service to the world to get to know us. I think podcasting is I have such a heart for podcasting. It completely saved my life. Yeah. So where are you at now in terms of you have your book, your book's a bestseller and the title of your book is I'm a money magnet. Yeah, I'm a money magnet. I'm a money magnet. I'm not a money maggot. (laughs) No, definitely not. You're a money (laughs) maggot. No, I am a money magnet. The top 30 money making and affirm mantras. I like that. Afro mantras. She, by the way, Amanda is also really, really good with copy and with phraseology and stuff. So there's no showing off uh, on this podcast. But my, <laughs> I know a good deal when I see it. So I'm, I'm going to take your you. deal. I will say I've worked. I've that has been one of the hardest, most fun things in my business. I love what you do because to me, branding is everything. Yeah. Like if you, uh, I think the one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last four years of business is. Building a brand is a huge gift and it allows for scalability because people like now I can sit down with you and it's like I it's taken me years to get good at copy. You know, I my brand and building NFA into what it is today. It's like, oh, thank God someone told me in the beginning to start being good at marketing. Yeah, <laughs> because it's made me able to scale my business. And now I go like I'm going in my fifth year and I'm like, OK, so it's my seven figure year. You know, and right. I would have never been able to do that if I hadn't started immediately being consistent and learning everything I could about copy yeah. and branding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. And in fact, I'm going to start doing, you know, when people would say, oh, well, so you, you're a brand storyteller is a done for you service. You know, you're essentially writing stuff for them. And I, it occurred to me recently that I should in many ways present this as a done with you yeah. service because there's no, it, with a, the client, I'm not writing a thing. I'm not doing a, I'm not even a, giving them a, a form to fill out and then turning it into yeah. uh, a story. Uh, they're telling me stuff and I'm hearing and listening to this story. And then hopefully together we're formulating the story and I may write the words. And yeah. if I write every word, so what? The person who writes every word isn't the person, isn't the only person telling the story. I'm just helping to yeah, convey. Yeah, you, so it's like I you're, think it's you're clearly you. articulating their message. Yeah, I'm articulating. I'm hearing hard their to do. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a gift. It's, it's amazing. 
Yeah. Thank you. I was supposed to tell you that you have a gift. (laughs) Not I was supposed to tell you, but I mean, I was supposed to acknowledge your gift, which I did, which I really, I really, really appreciated the first part of the conversations. That was really fun for me and kind of affirming for me. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you work a lot with female entrepreneurs, but you have worked with men and women both. Yeah. And as a coach to both men and women. So... Before we go, I want you to tell the audience, you know, how you work, where to find you, what, you know, just so they get a sense of what they can do if they want to reach out to you yeah. and avail themselves of what yeah. you do. I have. So for, with women, I have the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. So it's a great place. Obviously, you all here are listening to a podcast, so you're loving podcasts. So the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast is a great place. I'd say for women, lots of men listen to it, too. <laughs> and my book, I'm a Money Magnet, this targets men and women, and it has a 100 journaling questions to help you bring to your conscious awareness your money beliefs. And so really awesome book if you're looking to break through your unconscious money blocks. Where and, is it available? Uh, it's available on Amazon. Okay. And if you just go to imamoneymagnetbook.com, you'll okay. see a whole bunch of cool resources that I have there as well. My company is NFA Money. So go to nfamoney.com and all my social media handles are NFA Money. And with guys, yeah, I do one-on-one. I speak in the world. I do workshops. I do retreats. I do all kinds of cool stuff with both men and women. So yeah, if you want to hang out with me and overcome your money blocks, I'm your gal. All right. If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you, yes, and subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review. Yes, friend. Tell all your friends. Yes. Get your branding here. Yes, friend. Get your branding here. Yes, friend. Did I make it clear? Yes, friend. Get your branding on. Yes. Before they're gone.